Welcome to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 168, Sunday, January 28th, 2024. My name is James Hussain Catchpole, Mr. OK Jazz, coming to you as always from the rough, gritty, and a little bit cold streets of North Yokohama City, right here in the Tokyo metropolitan area of eastern Japan, the world's largest megacity. I'm a freelance broadcaster and music writer, and this podcast is pretty much whatever's been on my playlists recently. No borders or genres, just a whole lot of great tunes. 皆様 OK Jazz へようこそ第168回目のエピソードが始まります東京ジャズサイトのジェームズ・セイン・キャッチポーミスター OK Jazz でございます Well, how you like that groove to kick things off this episode A classic from the great and very versatile drummer Alphonse Mouzon has a tune called Funky Snakefoot from his album of the same name released in 1974 Well, I think a lot of you may recognize that opening drum roll as being sampled by the Beastie Boys, which opened their great Paul's Boutique album. And for Alphonse Mouzon, I say versatile because, you know, on this album he plays not only drums, but also all the keyboards, bringing some heavy funk and RB tunes to the mix. But, you know, at this same time he was also a member of McCoy Tyner's band, playing a very different kind of jazz. Check out the album Sahara, one of my favorites from McCoy Tyner, to hear some of Alphonse's ferocious playing. Well, Alphonse sadly left us at the age of 68 in 2016, but with a huge discography as leader and sideman, and I think is a very underrated musician in the jazz canon. We're going to be hearing many more albums coming up soon from 1974 and subsequent shows this year. That was a great year for music, jazz, and otherwise. Well, all right, what's happening? It's been a while、uh, since I've been with you. Hope you've had a chance to listen to the two part end of the year OK Jazz special that I did last month in mid December. 33 selections from some of 2023's best releases. It's new and reissues. Well, you can still find those programs at all the usual places if you haven't got to it yet. Now, in 2024, you're going to be just as promising, I'm sure. If there's one thing you can count on, it's great new music coming from all around the globe. I've learned one thing doing this podcast over the years is certainly that there's no end to really good music out there. 2024. So, this is the start. Of my 12th year、uh, doing some form of music broadcasting. Now, I had a bit of a late start, I suppose, at the age of 38 back in 2013.、Um, since then, I've done a couple different radio shows here in Japan,、oh, a whole bunch of one off mixes and standalone programs here and there. And then when the COVID pandemic started in 2020, I co curated KOL Radio, which is still online, KOL radio.com. We've got more than 65 great mixes there from guest selectors around the world in all musical genres. Well, that website's kind of petered out now, but it was a great project to do during that crazy time when we were all just kind of stuck at home. You know, it's weird to think. I really just sort of stumbled into doing this kind of thing. But、uh, I do remember so vividly when I was a young kid in Brooklyn, I mean like five or six years old, I was always listening to the radio,、uh, listening to local stations, and dreaming about becoming a disc jockey.、Uh, didn't quite get there in that kind of radio format. Doesn't really exist much anymore, but still, the shows that I've done here in Japan on, and this podcast are a real blast to do. Knowing that there's a couple thousand of you out there listening and enjoying the music with me is just an awesome feeling. 
And okay, Jazz, you know, it's been the one constant the last eight years. Um, for a bunch of reasons, I just don't have the time to do shows as regularly as I'd like to. Um, but I do promise to be with you at least once a month going forward, sharing some killer tunes. And even though it's this time of year at the end of January, rather gray and grim, well, here in the Northern Hemisphere at least, today we've got the usual mix of hot tunes for you to escape with just a little bit. So let's cut out all this jibber-jabber and get into it. We are going to hear... Some new music today from South America, from Brazil, and Bolivia. It's not a country I know much about or its music, so this was a nice one to discover. Got some new and old jazz classics. Uh, of course, our usual dose of Congolese rumba. And some new and old releases from Southern Africa, too. That's not a region that we get to very often here on OK Jazz, so I'm excited about that. All that and more, but first up. I said, let's get things heated up, and I meant it. I was scrolling through my music Twitter list the other day, and people were in a conversation. They were talking about some of the all-time great debut albums. Then I saw a tweet from my mentor and friend Peter Barakan here in Japan, a broadcaster and music television host. He mentioned this one as a great debut and a favorite of his, and I certainly agree. If you only know the singer Robert Palmer from his huge 1980s MTV-era hits, you're in for a shock. This is a 24-year-old Robert Palmer going to New Orleans and singing an Alan Toussaint song with the meters backing him up. Now listen, you know that the guy is for real. If he just shows up in New Orleans and the meters are like, oh, yeah, okay, we can jam with this British kid. So check it out. Robert Palmer, also from 1974, title track to his debut album, Sneaking Sally Through the Alley. Okay, Jazz, episode number 168. Iggy
super groovy one there from Jiro Inagaki and his Soul Media. Now we heard from this collection a few shows back. This is some funky jazz from right here in Japan. And there was a tune called Back Off Boogaloo. Coming from the recent Wa Jazz Legends series on the 180G label. And these tracks selected and curated by Universe Sound's record shop owner Ogawa-san from here in Tokyo. You know, I've been hitting a lot of up-tempo tunes this January, fighting off some of the winter blues. Um, you know, this part of Japan uh, on the Pacific coast doesn't get very cold, to be honest. It rarely even gets down to freezing point, zero Celsius or 32 Fahrenheit for my American friends. But you got to go over the mountains to the west coast of Japan or up north to the so-called snow country to get the real stuff. I've been there a couple times, and it is not a joke when they say snow country. Um, speaking of that, yes, very sadly, the people in Ishikawa Prefecture, um, particularly on the Noto Peninsula, on the west coast of Japan, uh, they are really suffering right now. If you follow Japanese domestic news at all, you'll know that they experienced an extremely strong earthquake on New Year's Day. And almost a month later, people are still uh, stuck in shelters, many of them elderly. And it's deep, deep winter cold up there now. Roads in bad conditions, etc. So supplies have taken a while to arrive. I was uh, pleased to see that my kids' school the other day, they were doing some fundraising and donation activities to try and help out the national Japanese government taking a real beating now because they were quite slow in their response. But hopefully the people in Ishikawa can get through the next couple months of cold weather. All right, uh, from wintry Japan, let's hop into the OK Jazz Starship, our regular visit to Brazil, a group called Aguidavi do Jeje. Hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. They're from Salvador in Bahia, that cradle of so much great Brazilian music in the Northeast Coast. Um, this is a group who come out of one of the oldest candomblé houses in Salvador. Now, candomblé is an African diaspora religion in Brazil, and the music is, you know, ceremonial rhythms of the orishas, the deities of the candomblé and umbanda religions in Brazil. Now, there's a lot more complexity to that, which I am really not confident to talk about, but if you're at all interested in Brazil or Brazilian music, I'm sure you've heard the terms orishas and catomble many, many times before. Think of it as equivalent to something to lines of, uh, of U.S. gospel, I guess. Well, anyway, this debut album out just last November landed in my inbox, and it is superb. Uh, have a listen to this track, real and very raw music from Salvador City in Bahia. 16 musicians in the group. And the album even has a guest spot by the Brazilian music legend Gilberto Gil. He's also originally from Salvador. There's a tune called Salve Os Caboclos, the group Aguidavi do Jeje from their self-titled album release. Apareceu Marujo, apareceu 
Apareceu capangueiro, apareceu boiadeiro, apareceu, apareceu marujo, apareceu capangueiro, apareceu boiadeiro, apareceu. Seu sultão mandou dizer.
new music there from the country of Bolivia. It's one of only two landlocked nations in South America. Well, this is an album of Andean and electronic sounds by a very interesting musician named Luzmila Carpio. 
A reading briefly from here uh, from her website. Luzmila Carbio is a Bolivian singer, songwriter, composer, record producer, and actress of Quechuan origin, who for over half a century has spread ancestral Andean knowledge and music all around the world. Her music transmits sensitivity towards the earth, respect for Latin American indigenous traditions, and vindicating the role of women in society. As a small child, she learned the daily songs of the Quechua and Aymara indigenous peoples that inhabit the Bolivian Altiplano. Uh, the main ingredient was not to please the audiences that kept growing, but rather use her music as an expression of rebellion against the predominance of Western cultural ways over indigenous ones. Her early compositions are until today considered by many as a symbol for oppressed cultures. That's really fascinating. Luzmila is a new discovery for me, and, and I'm really up for learning more about her and Bolivia as well. Um, the other night I was goofing around on Google Earth uh, looking at, at Bolivia, the cities and the countryside. It looks stunningly beautiful. I don't think I even know anyone that's been there. Maybe my good buddy Arif has. Arif, if you're listening out there, let me know. I know you spent weeks in Brazil, which I'm very jealous of, but I'm not sure you made it to Bolivia. Anyways, that's Luzmila Carpio. And the album's called El Retorno del Sol. More new music now, this time across the Atlantic Ocean to the southern African nation of Eswatini. As previously known as Swaziland, which many people do tend to still refer to the country as, singer-songwriter Umbongiseni Ungubane. He goes by the stage name Boholoha. His debut album came out in 2009. It was called Swazi Soul, which is kind of what he calls his genre of music, mixing up local music, uh, local musical genres with gospel and soul. Now, I heard this track on a recent compilation that comes um, each month from my beloved Songlines magazine, one of their top picks and new releases of the month, and I really dug it. It's a tune called Quentiwa Yini, and it comes from his new album called Infolo on the One World Records label. This is Boholoha from Eswatini in Southern Africa. Tanzar 
Hey 
very 1980s pop there from South Africa, Mzansi music. And it comes from a great compilation on the BBE label called Yebo Rare Mzansi Party Beats from Apartheid's Dying Years, compiled by John Armstrong. Well, South Africa in the 1980s, of course, it faced a very justified cultural boycott from most of the world because of their evil system of apartheid. Um, but inside the country, music was flourishing. Not just the soon-to-be world-famous gospel choruses like Ladysmith, but music for the kids who were gathering at discos and dancing to these kinds of beats. Well, interestingly, this Mzansi music scene was sort of crossing a lot of linguistic borders that exist in South Africa. So musicians were singing in uh, Zulu, Zotho, Hosa, Tsonga, and many other languages and dialects. Now, I have to say, I've only really heard of Brenda Fassi from this era. She was maybe the most famous South African pop star of that time. So this compilation was certainly all kinds of new to me. Really good stuff to get on at a party, that's for sure. And that tune was called Don't Follow Me by the group Mafika. Okay, one more from Africa, and you know where we have to head now. My love of Congolese rumba is eternal. And just the other day, for the very bargain bin price of 1,300 Japanese yen, I mean, that's not even 10 US dollars anymore, I picked up an album by the great Orchestra Veve, led by Congolese musical giant Verkus. Not much more I can say about Congolese rumba at this point. If you've been with me for a while now, you know that I think this is just some of the world's greatest music. Now, this is a bit of a shorter track than some of the usual very long rumba tracks that I share with you. A song called Fifi. This is the great orchestra Veve. Viva Rumba and Viva Congo. Fifi Boni Okoboyangai Boyo Baba. Viva la bato bayeba o Fifi. Boni Obaloni Botebao. Kakoluka kayo o Fifi o. Kabeta Katangwa o Bamaha. Bakotuna kangai na bato Balola motema Fifi butumi balena lalite o mama Nasini si baka fenyo sona koluka o Fifi Boni yo baloni motema o Dale kiche kati yo fifigo, kaganda koko tigo mamaha, natuni na sofi yo fifigo, mamoni yo tego. Fifinga na kangi maboko e, mama, bine mi babongo ni bazuzio, fifi. Balobio inanga itinae Fifi balola mote mamamaha Fifi kanisa libala mamamaha Kaina mipesi nyoso fifigo Yakato ya mana Oh fifi, oh fifi Anga mote mamozo kingai Kanisangai mwana moto mama Nakote kazotwe pamba ona boliko Oh fifi yo mama Tunaka denge na kumisaka yo Boliko esiri teo mama Nakoko tazamba pamba ona boliko Oh fifi yo mama 
keep marching like a soldier. Hey. Don't care no more. Don't care no more. Let me leave you with this word. You can ponder. there from a very interesting new album called Kaeru that was vocalist, keyboardist, songwriter Eki Shola with a tune called Falling. Now this is her latest album, uh, her fifth album release actually, and was recorded here in Japan. You could clearly hear some of the Japanese instruments on that track. Eki Shola is a very interesting musician. Um, she's originally from the UK of uh, Caribbean parents, Caribbean immigrant parents. She ended up settling in the United States, but now spends a lot of her time in Japan working in music, uh, in addition to her main job as a medical doctor. Well, I got the chance to chat with Eki Shola a little bit while ago, and she was saying that, you know, not only with this new album uh, to promote, but she's been performing at festivals and clubs around the country. So if you're here in Japan, check out her website for more details. It's ekishola.com. That's E-K-I-S-H-O-L-A. Yeah, I'd really like to catch one of her live shows soon. I really like the mix that she had here of sort of like electronic ambient vibes, a little bit of like soul feeling in the vocals, but, but with those traditional instruments. Okay, up next, uh, someone else I'm dying to check out play live. From one of last year's best new albums, I introduced it on the year-end episode of the pod. It's Matthew Halsell. His release, An Ever-Changing View, is just sublime. Absolutely wonderful modern music. Call it jazz if you like, but labels really don't matter much anymore to me, at least. And certainly to many of the musicians we feature here on this show, who I think resist being categorized just into jazz or world music or whatever. So I love this tune. It's called Calder Shapes. This is from the great Matthew Halsell on trumpet from the UK. Thank you. 
just top-notch classic jazz there, the great Freddie Hubbard on trumpet. It's a tune called The Seventh Day. It comes from his album, The Artistry of Freddie Hubbard, on the Impulse label. Well, you know, I just finished reading the book, The House That Train Built, the story of Impulse Records. If you are at all interested in the history of jazz, this is a must-read. Uh, it was written by Ashley Kahn. He also wrote the definitive books on the makings of the albums Kind of Blue and A Love Supreme. I think a lot of you out there probably have read those. Definitely essential parts of any music collection. Well, you know, one thing I got from this Impulse book, among a lot of the facts that I didn't know, uh, was how much variety there was in terms of the album projects that they put out, starting with Creed Taylor, who founded the label, but he left after only about a year. And then uh, for many years, producer Bob Thiel, very associated with John Coltrane, of course, and then producer Ed Michel. Uh, these guys were really broad in that they would, you know, bring in musicians for like a one-off recording, and they brought in swing-era veterans, but then a lot of the young avant-garde as well at the time the so-called New Thing players. They even put out several psychedelic rock albums, which I had never heard about before. So I'm really enjoying diving into this on their, their full discography. All right, well, look, that's just about enough for me. Uh, you have been listening to the OK Jazz Podcast. It's a short one today, but I hope you enjoy the tunes. Um, really, I've been busy with a lot of things, work-related and family, etc. But I promise to be back as soon as possible. Uh, a quick update on the Tokyo Jazz Joints photo book. We are now in our second printing. 4,000 additional copies are now out there in Europe, the U.S., and here in Japan. You can always order as well online directly from the publishers, our good friends Kerer Verlag in Germany. Just look up their website. You can order there. Um, and I think a lot of independent local bookstores are now picking up copies of them as well if you want to avoid the big titans like Amazon. Okay. Uh, yes, the playlist, you can check it out, the usual locations, tokyojazzsite.com. I'm on social media, Instagram and Twitter mainly. Don't really get on Facebook anymore, so best to contact me uh, via those other channels or email me directly, Mr. Okjazz at tokyojazzsite.com. I'm going to go out today with one more from the Impulse label. Um, this is an album not released in his lifetime. It's actually one of my favorite ever John Coltrane albums. It's called Transition. It's a really apt title, I think, because it captures the famous quartet right at the point that they were about to break up, as Coltrane was definitely in transition, moving in a very, very different direction. And this is the epic title track. Crank this one up, because this is the good stuff. Promise to be back soon, everyone. Until then, stay safe, keep grooving, hug your loved ones if you can. Free Palestine.